Hey, this is Jesse Canton. Man, I am so glad that you took the time to download this podcast. Listen, it's getting ready to be a blessing to you. It is power packed full of wisdom. Listen, as you hear this episode and you maybe you want to be a blessing to this podcast, well, you can hit me up on Cash App. Type in Jesse E. Canty, J-S-S-E, the letter E, C-A-N-T-Y, with the dollar sign, of course. And you can be a blessing. Anything you give will be appreciated. I thank you, and I pray that nothing but God's blessings and his best be upon you. Take care. Hey, this is Jesse Cantor with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? This episode is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a little shorter because I got a prayer request I want to leave with you. But I also got a small tidbit of a word that I feel God has placed in my heart to share with you. And listen, it's going to be powerful. Have you ever seen people who was envious of you and they did not know what you was going through or what you had to do to get where you are at? Well, that's what I want to share with you real briefly. I want to call this one Behind the Scenes. Let's go. Yeah, man. Man of wisdom, man of wisdom. From the pulpit to the podcast, from the pulpit to the podcast, to the podcast. Yeah. Jesse Canty. Pursuing my destiny. Pursuing Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to another episode, a brief episode of How Bad Do You Want It? This one right here is entitled Behind the Scene, and it's episode number 175. I told you I won't be with you long, but I still got to end and start this thing off with prayer. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity, God, to share this brief moment together. I pray that you let it be impactful to every one of us, God, and peace to our souls. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Listen, the reason why I said this episode is going to be a little bit different because I really am, am I've been driven to come in here. And I'm going to be honest and tell the truth. Number one, I'm healed by his stripes. But number two, my pain, my body is going through some pain. Those of you who may not know, man, I was in a motorcycle wreck. I got hit by a car uh, on, on my motorcycle and it, and it tossed me 10 to 15 feet off of my bike. And I landed on my wrist and I shattered my wrist. I have surgery actually within within, within 24 hours. I'm having surgery on this wrist, uh, being a braced for six weeks. I'm in a brace right now. I had to have my wife help me put the headphones on just to say this to you now. So I'm telling you the truth behind the scenes, but I got a reason I'm coming in here to share this with you. I still felt led to get in here and give you at least uh, give you what was on my heart as much as I can, because I believe in being consistent. I believe in not allowing the enemy to defeat me no matter what I do. I've learned that years ago. I don't care if you said you was going to run in a marathon, but all of a sudden something hits you where you can't run at least take. 10 steps in the name of it or something, show the enemy that she will not defeat you and what you're going through. You still can make it do what it do. That's called being faithful unto God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, like, like as I was saying, I want you to lift me up in prayer, not just because I have surgery, but man, people don't know the pain that goes on behind the scenes, man. And I started thinking about it. It's not just about me. I'm going to say that again. It's not just about me because I'm always thinking uh, in a frame that's 
that's beyond just me, no matter what I'm going through. I started to realize I am not the only one that's going through this. And I kept hearing behind the scenes. I said, well, I'm just going to go in and ask for prayer requests and leave it alone. Then God put place in my heart. No, you're going to share this word. Then you're going to leave it alone. That just like with me behind the scenes, I'm struggling. If you see me right now, I got my hand in the mouth. I got a shoulder sling on on one hand. My torn rotator cuff on the other shoulder. I battle can hit start and stop. I have to call my wife to put my headphones on and off. I can't get out the bed on my own. I can't tuck myself in, etc., etc., etc. People do not know, but when I go out them doors, now I look good. <laughs> Even though I got my shoulder and uh, my arm in a sling, I go out them doors, I try to put, look presentable, etc. People have no clue. I try to keep a smile on my face, but they have no clue of the pain that's going on within my body. When they call me, I say, I'm all right. I find myself the other day when I was talking to somebody every time at the end of the phone I said hey, listen call me if you need me and then I think of Pastor Wendell he corrected me and said listen bro you the one down now so we should be saying that to you not you saying that to us and I said man it's just a habit I have been driven. I have been built. I have been equipped with the mindset to no matter what I'm going through, I'm still going to try to make it do what it do. I'm not going to allow myself to feel sorry for myself. And I'm definitely not going to allow myself to be stagnated where the enemy can laugh and say, you can't do anything. Listen, if people knew the hell that you went, went through to get where you at or not only you, you, there's some people who haven't gotten to where they're going to be yet, but you're still fighting behind the scenes. If they knew the things that you that you had to go through to get where you at or go, get where you're going, they wouldn't be jealous of you. Do you understand what I'm saying? If they had a clue, if they had a clue of the stuff that you carrying behind the smile. My wife had a she quoted an old song years ago, smiling faces. Sometimes they tell lies. People can look at you and see you smiling. They can see you and your wife holding hands. They can see you out playing with the children and they get jealous of you. They get envious of you, but behind the scenes, they have no clue of all of the struggles that you face. Come on, somebody. They don't have no clue of the things that you had to go through to get where you are at or even the faithfulness that you are walking in. And when I started to think of that, I said, well, this is something I felt compelled by God to at least drop in your spirit for a few minutes. And I thought about the swan. Let me tell you something. Have y'all ever seen a swan? Now, you know, behind the scene means begin to begin or working out of public, out of public view. So when we talk about behind the scene, we talk about something that the public do not see. People who sit here and they picture how your life is. They don't have no clue. You paid the cost to be the boss and you went through to be where you at now. See, they don't know that. If you're going to be jealous of somebody, then be jealous of their hard work. If you're going to be jealous of somebody, be jealous of their faithfulness to God. If you're going to be jealous of somebody, if you want what somebody have, then you need to see what they went through to get what they got. Did you understand what I'm saying? I was a picture of the swan. Now, listen, now the swan is known all around the world. Y'all know about that bird called a swan. It's known all around the world for its beauty, its elegance, and its grace. The swan is a genius of a waterfowl. When that, when that swan is on the water, oh my goodness, that a swan that will, it moves with the ability to swim in incredible agility. Not only it can move on the uh, uh, water, and I'm going to come back to that gracefully, but that swan can also fly up to 60 miles an hour. That peaceful bird. The swan is a bird of peace, represent peace. 
when that swan sitting there on that water, man, and you can look at that swan, it's just moving so gracefully. It can go across the lakes. It can go across the rivers so gracefully. It's almost like you hear a harp and just see, just hear music playing when you see a swan moving. Now imagine in your mind with me right quickly. You see that swan moving across that water. But what people don't see behind the scenes is that that swan is moving so peacefully. That swan is moving so gracefully. That that swan is moving so elegant-like on top of the water. But if you peeked underneath that water, you'll see his little feet kicking up a storm. There are some people right now that's moving in been moving in their perfect picture of peace. They see a smile on your face. They think you got a bunch of money in the bank. They see you happy and giving people, giving God glory every day of your life. They think they seen that jealous of you. They think you got a life that you ain't got nothing going on and you got everything going good in your life. Hey, if they had a clue of the hell that you go through, if they had a clue of the storms that you faces, I'm talking to somebody beyond myself. I heard this right here come to me and I said, wait a minute now, I at least got to go in there and say I'm hurting them shoulder, keep me in prayer and then drop a word on them because you have no clue. They have no clue that God have given you what if I had to call God have given you the grace of a swan. That means you move so elegantly. It looks so easily doing what you do. But beneath that surface, you are kicking up a storm. Just like the iceberg. If you look at an iceberg on the top, you see how beautiful it is. And you see how big it is. You see how majestic it is. But when you look beneath the surface, what you see on top is not even half the story. The iceberg is twice as big underneath the, underneath the water. This is why I had to tell you for a few minutes behind the scenes. People don't know what you are going through. People have no clue. They see your gracefulness because God have given you the grace to endure what's on you. Let me tell you something. That's how you know you're walking with God. When you can take your cross on you and then all of a sudden you still follow Christ with your cross. Your cross is your burden. The stuff that you got, the, the cars that you've been dealt that nobody else can handle. If people would be in your shoes, they'd be blowing their brains out. If somebody else would be in your shoes right now, they'd be going crazy. But God have graced you to be you. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's word phrase straight from God right there. God told me to tell you he he have graced you to be you. He have given you the grace to endure what you enduring. You ain't got to cry and let everybody know your story. That's okay. Let them think that you ain't going through nothing. That's just the evidence right there that you are like a swan, that you making it look so doggone good and they think you ain't going through nothing. But if they ever pull those curtains back, they ever pull, that, <laughs> they ever pull back your testimony, they don't have no clue that you are kicking up a storm underneath the water. You moving, but you fighting make it move the business running but you fighting to get that business running the family is still together and the marriage still together but you fighting tooth and nails to get that thing because god have graced you with the uh the i'm gonna call the uh, the anointing of a swan that means he have given you peace listen to what john 14 27 says it says peace i leave with you the peace i give to you he said not as the world does not as the world give uh, uh not as the world gives do i give to you let not your heart be troubled. This is for somebody. 
Neither let them be afraid. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. See, that's what I'm saying. That swan is a bird of peace. If you don't get anything out of this, this short message, I want you to know that God is telling you the fight to obtain your peace. That swan is kicking on one end, but he's peaceful on the top. Listen to what John 16, 33 says. I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Tell me that's not the picture of the swan. He said on one side in me, you're going to have peace. But when you're in the world, you're going to go through all types of tribulation. You're going to go through all types of storms. You're going to be hitting all going, being hit left and right. He said, but take heart. I have overcome the world. We are as Christians are not allowed to go around and let the world freak us out. I'm not to go upset and just be worrying over what's going on in Ukraine. I, we are not called to act as the I suppose to did five minutes to end this thing. <laughs> I mean, I feel the Lord speaking to me. We shouldn't respond the same way the world is responding to the chaos. I'm not saying we can't join up and, and boycott and do different things. But listen, our fight should be different from the fight of the world. If the church is fighting their problems the same way the world is fighting, then why do we need Christ? We are different. We have peace in us, even in the midst of a storm. If you open your Bible and go to uh, Daniel uh, and he throwed in the lion's den, Daniel it was a picture of peace. He wasn't thrown in kicking and screaming and hollering, talking about mama, help me. No, if you open your Bible and look at it, the Hebrew boys, when they was tossed in the fiery furnace that was so hot, then they heated it up seven times more. They didn't go in screaming, talking about I got two dollars under my pillow. Y'all lift me up in prayer. No, they went in with peace. They went in with peace knowing that either way God got me covered. If I come out of this thing smelling, it's like smoke. That's okay. God got me covered. If I die in the midst of the storm, God got me covered. You got Christians, and I'm not throwing no shade, uh, but this is true. You got Christians who are afraid to fly. You got Christians who are afraid to get on boats. You got Christians who are afraid to drive. You got Christians afraid to sit at the house by themselves. And then they say they baptize and filled with the Holy Ghost. What Holy Ghost are you filled with if you don't have peace in this world? Second Thessalonians 3.16 says, Now may the Lord of peace himself. Listen to this. So well, I think you taking what you just said too far. Well, take the scripture and see if you can go a little further. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you. Now I should have hit the bomb right there. That's second Thessalonians three sixteen ESV version. Now may the Lord of peace that you say you got himself give you peace. How often at all times in what way in every way the Lord be with you all. I don't have to be afraid of anything that is normal or what God asked me to do. I, we should be a picture of peace. 
I'm going through a storm in my body. My body is racking with pain right now, but you ain't going to tell me I'm not operating in peace. I believe God got me. And in fact, I'm thinking about others more than I think about myself right now, because you have to understand that God has your back through the storms, through everything. Let's go back to the swan in my closing. Be like a swan paddling madly underneath the water, but appearing so graceful and elegant on the surface. Do not let things get to you and thus you must find your place of peace do you understand what i'm saying find your place of peace because the scripture says he shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings that's that swan anointing that i'm talking calling on right now you must have peace in your spirit that god got you even though it may look chaotic right now even though you may be struggling financially even though you may be struggling you're lonely and you're depressed and etc you better pray and take god let your peace take me over i begin if i dare you to begin to decree and declare peace over you sometimes you need to lay hands on your own head sometimes you need to get you some oil and throw it on your own forehead sometimes you need to put your hands over your mouth and blow on your own face and say receive ye the holy spirit decree and declare in the name of jesus as you lay hands on your mind you have the power just like jesus spoke to the storm and said peace be still when your mind is tripping when your mind is flipping when your mind is taking a route and that you don't want to go Put both hands on your head and say, I decree and declare peace in the name of Jesus. Whatever pain I got to go through, I'm complaining about it ain't changed. Have you ever seen somebody every time you call, you don't even want to call them no more. Every time you see them, every time you call them, they start telling you about the pain they going through. I'm not belittling, belittling your pain because I'm in pain right now from my neck to my toes. But I got peace. Come on, somebody. You got to understand that you got to decree and declare peace over your own mind, peace over your situation. Anybody can do it when they ain't got nothing going on. Anybody can do it when they ain't going through nothing. But lay your hands on your hands on your head and say, I command peace in the name of Jesus. The same way Jesus spoke peace to the storms and the winds and the waves had to obey him. This now my mind better come subject to the will of God. My thoughts better become subject subject to the will of God. Quit letting the enemy play tennis with your thoughts. He's bouncing your mind all over the place. You start, you worrying about two weeks from now. You worrying about a month from now. You worrying about six months from now. Heck, you shouldn't even be worrying about 24 hours from now. But the day is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And God is going to, because with the storm that I'm going through, with that paddling that that, pet, that swan had to go through, God gave him a measure of peace and he do he works it so good where on top of the water where people can see it looks so peacefully he, but and this is what God is saying to you then the people should see you as a picture of peace if you really as filled with the Holy Spirit if you really is Christ, our crisis you must be a picture of peace I command peace upon my mind. I command peace upon my body. I speak to it in the name of Jesus. This thing will not get the best of you. I don't care if you got to limp your way out of it. Then you're going to limp your way out of it. I decree peace.
peace over your situation. Quit talking about it so much. If you're going to talk about it, talk about it in prayer and leave it there. Then begin to take the weight of that cross. Don't be carrying your cross, walking down the street, talking about, look at me, woe is me, everybody, somebody help me. Carry your cross like a G. Carry your cross like God is with you. Carry your cross like you have been anointed for that weight. And continue to make it do what it do. Don't you let anything just stop you. Don't you let anything just call you to wave that white flag and you quitting easily. I may can't give you 30 minutes, but doggone it, I can give you 20. Because the peace of God is upon me. I don't know what tomorrow holds. I hate needles. I hate going in the, going to the hospital. I don't really want to be put to sleep. Even though I do, I do want to be put to sleep. I don't want to feel that pain. I hate pain in my body. But that's okay. I'm not going to run. I'm going to face my fears with peace. Because I'm telling you, when God has really given you his peace, you ain't got to fall out with nobody. You ain't got to be fretful. You ain't got to be afraid. You definitely ain't got to be jealous. You ain't got to be envious of nobody. And you don't have to be worrying yourself crazy. Because the Lord is telling you, you have to see things the way, the opposite way. The people see things. The people see things on the surface. You see it behind the scenes. Now, since you know your struggle behind the scenes, you also should know that behind every test, God is the one that's standing there. Not only with your deliverance, but he also have given you the grace to go through what you're going through. I'm telling you right now, I pray that the peace of God be with you today. I pray that the peace of God take over your mindset. I pray that the peace of God rule and reign in your heart and that you walk in the word of God. Find scriptures on peace and decree them and declare them. Speak it out of your mouth. Thank God for what's going on behind the scenes, because not only behind the scenes you may be going through to get to where you got to go, but behind the scenes. This is the place where you're paying the cost to be the boss. In other words, you're going to receive the blessings, but you got to be faithful behind the scenes. No doubt. I love you. Y'all pray be blessed. Hey, business owners, this is Rashad Brown with SwipeFast, located in Columbia, South Carolina. We are excited to be partnering with Jesse E. Canty in the How Bad Do You Want It podcast. Since 2017, SwipeFast has been helping business owners like you save up to 99% in their debit and credit card processing fees. So if you process business to business or business to consumer payments, we have solutions that will meet your needs and would love to hear from you. You can reach us at SwipeFast.com forward slash save. That's swipe, spelled with the Y, or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day.